0: Hi there, welcome to Music Ally Focus with me, Joe Sparrow, Music Ally writer, and Stuart Dredge, Music Ally's editor, and uh, as ever, one-man music biz analysis machine. Hi, Stu. Hello,
1: hello.
0: Hello, hello. So, uh, Music Ally, uh, as you know, provides an analysis-rich guide to the music biz, and that's exactly what Music Ally Focus does. Um, We're uh, digging deep into the most meaningful music business stories, and this podcast will be brief. It should take about the same time as it would take light to travel from the sun to Earth and back again. There you go. It's eight minutes each way, Stu. So uh, I didn't know I didn't I've learned something already. So if the if the sun did explode suddenly, you wouldn't know for eight minutes. Imagine that. So um with that in mind, uh, <laughs> uh Stu, what's happening uh, with Spotify, which has just acquired the company behind uh Clubhouse style app locker room. What's going on?
1: They have, yeah. So they've bought a company called betty labs which is an amazing name because it makes me think half of uh, the flintstones and half of uh, some others do have them which is a, a cultural <laughs> crossover i hadn't ever thought of before at this moment um but yeah so uh, this is the start of an app called locker Room, which came out only last october so it's a really fast kind of launch to exit story and it's basically Clubhouse, so kind of live audio discussions on your, on your phone, in app, um, but very much focused on sports at this point. So fans can kind of talk to one another about the, the favourite teams and the matches and the other sports news going on. Um, and Spotify has bought it and said it's going to evolve and expand it into uh, to take a look at sports and writing and musicians and podcasters. And basically it's going to become Spotify's Clubhouse for kind of Q&As, interviews, chats between celebrities, uh, artists and their fans.
0: You uh, have long speculated that Spotify would do something like this and they've actually done it perhaps a little bit quicker than we expected. Uh, Daniel Ek sort of basically let the cat out of the bag a away with you when you spoke to him in, in January, I think. Um, and... They've moved very quickly. Obviously, the the uh, locker room team must be high fiving themselves all the way to the bank after selling it for only five months after launching it, which is uh, well done to them. Now, the, 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 clearly, that Spotify, like you said, Spotify going to expand this to other types of content. It's going to be uh, an in Spotify app, sort of within an app, if you like. It's have they been? Have they sort of mentioned anything beyond what you said? I mean, it's yes, it's going to be AMAs and discussions and things. But I mean, really, it sounds like a sort of live aspect to Spotify, which is completely new, isn't it?
1: My assumption would be that it will be part of Spotify itself at some point. Um, I mean, for now, Locker Room is out there. Uh, I'm not sure if they said whether they're going to shut it down or whether they're going to bring it into Spotify. Um, but yeah, I, you would assume that this will be part of Spotify itself. So when you go in, you can listen to your playlists, you can listen to your music, or you can go to the live tab, perhaps, and see what's happening. Yeah, And it seems to be very much, it, it, it does seem to be, the plans seem to be about curation. So it won't just be anyone come along and talk, which is kind of the clubhouse thing, but it seems like right. it's maybe more of our managed, we're going to have events, we're going to have things happening, like, you know, this time, this musician will be doing an interview and you can ask, but, but it does it does right. suggest it will be two-way. It will be asked me anything in sessions. So it will be fans able to contribute as well as the kind of... The, the so service. it
0: might initially be verified artists who get to be able to use this feature and it's they establish the... The session and fans can join in, perhaps. It sounds like it, yes.
1: So, but then that's yeah. the, the thing that's open. Like how how are we integrate into Spotify is, you know, and that's the, the work will begin now on that. I'm guessing, and we may see something later this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I presume something that if they did want to integrate, it would would they could roll out pretty quickly. And it, it is it does mark a fundamental change in how Spotify is being used because Spotify has until now been a, a one way medium. You pick something you want to listen to, and you listen to it. And this is. Uh, as um, many people pointed out on Twitter, many many people, it sounds a lot like radio, doesn't it?
1: Well, there was this. I think it was NBC News had this report, and then they had a, they tweeted the link to their report, basically saying social audio means podcasters like Joe Rogan and Bill Simmons could now broadcast in real time, while musicians could broadcast their concerts of other kinds life live listeners. And they were yeah everyone immediately quote that saying they've invented radio. Oh my god, which is. In the one hand, true, like, it seems to get very overexcited and say, this idea of people talking to you live, it's it's amazing, disruptive, you know, it's not, it's radio. But yeah. what is different, I, what, the, where things like Club Pass and Locker Room are a step on, a step forward, is that it's not just one-way broadcasting. It, it, it even goes further than what radio has, which has, it has interactivity through phone-ins, and I think the best DJs now very heavily use te- uh, text and Twitter to bring the audience into the programme and say, what do you think about this? Send us your recommendations. There's like, you know, there's a real there is a real two-way interaction between radio days and their audience. But this kind of live social audio is looking for what's next on top of that. And that's interesting. So there is there is something, there is something different innovative here. Um it's not just radio being rebranded. Um, but it is interesting, I think, that Spotify for quite a long time now has talked about its ambitions to to take over from traditional radio. And there was one. Um, analyst um, call they had when danielek uh, was talking very clearly about everything linear dies because on demand is going to win and we're on demand radio's linear um but actually what clubhouse has shown is within silicon valley and tech circles there's excitement around linear audio you know listening to people talking live mm. um and now spotify has got the chance now i think the other exciting thing about this is that spotify can do it for a real mainstream audience, like beyond even what Clubhouse has at the moment, which is still very much the tech and media industries, I think it's starting to grow beyond that. But Spotify can put this in, this tech in front of music fans, podcast listeners across the world. So that's that's another exciting development for this area of kind of live social audience.
0: It's, it's it's an interesting development, isn't it? Because yes, there is there is a a, a a cynical perspective would be to say that tech founders and tech businesses are often they discover things. That already exist and think they're great for doing it, as you mentioned with with radio. And of course, there's, there's a gag that every every generation of tech people reinvent the bus, don't they? Which, is, which does kind of it mean, just it does happen. But I mean, it, it, this is kind of um, this idea of um, everything linear dying. Even though streaming has eaten a big part of that market, it's clearly not true, is it? Because. Um, if anything, radio stations are getting more diverse and interesting than ever because they're having to do that and suddenly um, th- this community of um, tech people are waking up to that you know, and, and saying, well, actually, maybe there's something going on here. So this is, this is an interesting hybrid uh, of those things and, of course, it does mean that Spotify are changing their tune a tiny bit but it's not a mi- But at the same time, it's, it's not a million miles away from what Apple Music have been doing all along which is having their radio station of really good, well-made um, uh, radio content uh, Zane Lowe uh, being their big headline signing and you know, Lars Ulrich doing a show and things like that. You know, these are linear things that people tune in f- to, which makes Apple a sort of uh, media producer in that sense and, and makes them uh, into a, a company that is making content. But I guess that Spotify, typically their approach is a little bit more hands off in saying, well, we've got the tools. You know, they, they signed Joe Rogan, but they, uh, they licensed his show, and they said, well, you get on with it, and we'll we'll let you do it, and then we'll surreptitiously delete some of your shows in the, in the background. Yeah. But, <laughs> it, but it
1: is interesting what you say. This point is really important because Apple Music has Apple Music Radio, and it has, it has now three radio stations that are live. Um, Amazon has put live streaming video into its music app, so you can now watch live live streams within Amazon Music. Spotify is doing this with Locker Room. Like, live live stuff whether it is performances whether it's talk is going to be part of the streaming ecosystem and that that is interesting again in the, in the context of that thing of it's taking on radio um and it's to me it's interesting when people talk about radio dying because I think I mean we're lucky in the UK here I think because we have the BBC and I think the stations we're used to in BBC and the kind of music they play and the variety of music they play it, when i talk to people in america for example they say well their commercial radio here is very different to that and that's why we all kind of quite are pleased about the idea of radio dying um so six music this morning is having a pop music morning or probably today and it's brilliant they played the common that are coming out to, to this recording and that's an example of a station that really does have a strong tie to its community its audience and brings them in so i think as as streaming is evolving to get more like radio, so radio is evolving in response to the threat from streaming. And that's an exciting thing, because I think we're going to see some brilliant radio broadcasting as part of this whole competitive environment. So it's not just about streaming getting better and killing radio.
0: Yeah, and and, and the an interesting part there is that you, you, Spotify has worked very hard to create communities around its playlists. We have genre-free playlists now that are not about... Traditionally, genres have been a place where people sort of come together around, unite around something. Um, but it's now that Spotify with with the, they have these names, these sort of slightly abstract names like Pollen, you know. And uh, it's it's not about the music within the playlist; it's about the community they build around it. That is essentially this is one step beyond that, isn't it? Which is um, sort of to do with you know radio stations, uh, just like record labels, have communities that believe in the curator. Ship and the presentation and, and of those stations, they don't tune in for a certain type of music, and this is kind of what's happening here. So it's an, it's a logical extension in that step, but it does open up so many possibilities because you're almost letting the old world into the new one. Because I mean, we don't know if this will happen or not, but uh, there's no reason why eventually you couldn't open Spotify. And it essentially has the equivalent of tune in inside it. And you just stream your favorite radio station that already existed, pre-existed Spotify within Spotify itself, which would be a, a, an interesting uh, Quite
1: inception, isn't it? Radio within your Spotify. But yeah, I mean, the other thing I think, we said this in our story, is, is like, it might kick off a new round of poachings. Because I think when when streaming, as streaming grew, there was this period of lots of people came from radio to to Spotify, to Apple Music. And that was very much more about the programmers, the playlist people, the people yeah. behind the scenes. It wasn't so much about DJs, although Zane Lowe and Apple, that, that's a good example. They went for DJs too. But there was a real thing of the producers and the playlisters. But the thing about live audio is you need people to, to moderate it and handle it. You need When you have a discussion, you need a good moderator. When you have an interview, you need a good interviewer. You need people to make social audio work. And so that might be interesting to see, well, who are the people who are good at, Talking to an audience of listeners who are good at interviewing stars, who are good at thinking on their feet. Well, that is probably people from the broadcast world, DJs, TV presenters. So you might see another round of, of people poaching, and that's going to be interesting. Seeing of well, if you're Spotify, would you rather build your own stars, your own hosts, and build them up, or would would you like to go and spend a bunch of money on I don't know, getting one of the six music big DJs in the UK or getting one of the big indies in the US? You know that that so there could be. There could be another sort of talent movement as part of this, and that's gonna be quite fun to see.
0: Yeah, very interesting, because the one thing we've seen uh, as Spotify has, has embraced and pushed podcasting very hard is that there has been a boom in sort of what I will it's sort of, I don't mean this dismissively, but called celebrity podcasts, where you get so, it was someone from who's famous for doing something else, Jesse Ware being a great example, uh, doing a podcast on on something completely different. It's a compelling strategy because you can take a whole audience with you that follows a celebrity from doing something else. But it'll be interesting to see, uh, it, as we know, doing live broadcasts is a completely different skill. And you can't just port a celebrity over to doing live broadcasts. So it'll be interesting to see what, what they pursue uh, and who they um, who they take over. Of course, um, the subtext to all this, uh, Daniel Eck, I know you're listening, is that Stu and I are available at very reasonable rates.
1: <laughs> yeah, we can be. Can, can we, what, what can we approach for? But it's true. But the other the other thing as well is worries. I think one of the, the the periodic worries that some people have around streaming is that the playlisting is quite can be quite faceless. Like you don't really know who's curating different Spotify playlists. Partly by design because they don't want everyone to be hassled. But then we've we've actually we've, we've they've started to come out. Like for example, um, Lizzie Sabo is a good example. She does the uh, the, the the pollen the genres playlists. um uh, Lauren is the one she kind of, and we actually had a, a conference, and it was really interesting to see the, talk, see the person and hear them talk about this, the, the, the motivation behind the playlist and community around it. And so there's always there are those people within the streaming services who are curators, but it could be quite interesting for them if they want to to start moving into well, actually we're going to get some of the people from our community together and we're going to talk, and it's going to be part of this new locker room. So you know, I think there's there's, there's going to be a really interesting emergence of personalities, some of them from the playlist world some of them from the radio broadcasting world. And it's we're going to have people in streaming, um, maybe front and centre in a way they haven't always been in the past.
0: There is a sort of trope, isn't there, as we watch, you know, startups go from sort of plucky, move fast, break things startup doing something new. And then as they sort of balloon in size, sort of slowly drifting back towards the centre of the, and and sort of becoming the industry they replaced. I'm not saying that's what Spotify are doing, but this is something we see. And and it would be interesting to see, as you said, with Spotify, which has long been a business which has all been about, okay, it's on demand, here it is. You do what, you listen to what you want and that's how it works. Suddenly, I'm not saying that they're becoming content producers, but they kind of are in a sense that they're they're providing a platform to do it and they might need to bring people in, Apple have been much more open about doing that. So this is a this is an interesting shift as Spotify keep ballooning in size to seeing how they how hands off can they keep uh the, the, the platform from curators. Uh, Being a sort of public face of it because as you say, you know, I remember when I was uh, back when just at the time when they hired a bunch of BBC producers to do a lot of playlist picking. I was a radio plugger in the UK and all of a sudden all of my contacts disappeared overnight and went across to uh, Spotify and Apple Music and...
1: uh You mentioned something a big business there. The other thing I was thinking was actually that sparked thought is that big... big advertising business understand live audio in a way sometimes they're still slow to understand streaming like Spotify took about all the advertising dollars in radio and why they've been slow to move to streaming and live audio is something they understand and maybe maybe that's going to be another element of this that actually doing live stuff helps Spotify call even more brands to come up with and start spending money on that
0: live radio with programmatic advertising uh, and Mm. tailored advertising for listeners fitted Mm. in would be something that I think would be very uh, desirable for a a large group of people, wouldn't it? Okay, uh, thanks Stu. I mean, truly interesting. Um, It seems to be a much bigger development than it appears on the surface. So we'll we'll, we'll keep a close eye on this one and see how it rolls out and and when it rolls out. So uh, if you did find that useful and want more of Stu's uh, in-depth news and trusted analysis, waiting for you in your inbox every morning, as well as access to all of Music Ally's le- uh, industry-leading reports. Head on over to musically.com. Subscribe. The link is below the podcast. Uh, there are a, uh, a series of sponsored complimentary subscriptions that you may be eligible for as well. We also have a free weekly email called The Knowledge, which rounds up a soupçon of all the best analysis and news and uh, other bits and pieces from Music Ally and arrives in your inbox every Friday. You can subscribe to that below the podcast too. So until next time, From me and Stu, farewell.